Here we go. Uh, choose podcast number 11. Tonight it's Brad Berge and I sitting in the shop. Brad is actually in the salon chair for a change. Um, we're back home. We, we're going to talk a teeny bit about clunkers. Not much because we're, this, is, this is basically the prelude to a clunker podcast that we're going to do within the next week or two. You're okay. All right, here we go. It's a prelude because we can't get everybody together. Let's be honest. Well, everybody doesn't have a bike yet, so we're that's fair. So tonight, I'm I'm putting Spinner's State Clunker together. Got which, a cool one on the stand. Yeah, yeah. It's the um, National Park Service ones, and then I'll get that together and I'll get that to him tomorrow, and then he'll get some time on it. Brad's had his for you said two months, a couple months now. Yep. Yeah, and he's rolled the snot out of it in places that I'm not so sure that. <laughs> that state ever expected them to go. I mean, they don't get me wrong. They, they're from Tempe, Arizona, and they're in the desert. So they've, they've been off-road. And if you ever watched the video from the first one, that's at Papago, I think. And yeah, it, I saw that. Yeah, and that's at, that's at a park where there's some jumps. and there's. I some, haven't done anything that extreme. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. So, And I've used mine basically. Well, I did Single Speed USA on mine and, you know, used it as a I rode game. You rode Game Haven. I rode yep. Game Haven on it. So we've, we've done some, some. I hit a garbage can. That's right. I did lay mine down in the street one time, and I'm not going to. You almost put it in the river. I did do that, too. Yep. And you were around that. So, anyway, um, but when we do that podcast, it's going to be you, myself, uh, Greg Smith from um, Full Spectrum Cycles, and um, Spinner. And we're just, the, the last one to get a bike and get it riding is going to be Spinner. This uh, Our clunkers have been sitting in customs for, oh, I, God, I don't even know how long. So they're, they're going to be here now. So, yeah, so we'll get everybody together and we'll do a podcast, whether it's going to be on Full Spectrum, if it's going to be on Chewy Salon Chair, I don't know yet. But it should be fun either way. It'll be good. And it'll be good. And, and the other thing we're going to add, it, add to that is is that Greg Smith and I also have handsome shop bikes, which are no longer in, in, in production, but they're kick-ass coaster brake bikes also that were developed for a totally, kind of, I would say, a totally different reason than these. So we'll get into that a lot. Like we were talking earlier, the reason I I wanted to do a podcast today tonight is because last night at hockey, Brad and I had a rather epic Sunday night of hockey. There was more hot, more, there was more to it than just hockey. And to start with, we have a group of last night was two high school kids, and then we had a group of three or four kids that are just out of high school. Three so, high school kids. Three high school kids. Yep. And and um. They got to skating pretty hard and pretty fast, and they're they've got legs, and we're a little bit older, and we're not quite there. But and adult hockey and 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 a, and a pickup group like ours is where it's just a group of guys get together once a week and play. Nobody keeps score. There's no slap shots. There's no checking. So it's it's safe and it's fun. It's exercise for most people. And the only people that get frustrated are the fucking goalies. And I get really frustrated fast. Hey, do you want warm ups? No. Why would I want warm ups? You're going to give me five breakaways to start the damn game. So, so <laughs> not anyway, to mention we're going to hit you in the face during warm ups at least once. Uh, that's just Rindy that does that. Yeah, <laughs> and his kid does now too. Oh, so it's even better yet. Chip off the old block. Oh yeah, no shit. So anyway, um, so last night's game, I thought got lots of check. It got intense. It I don't want to call it chippy because chippy would mean that would lend people to think that you're playing dirty. You were playing more like a real hockey game. It was definitely more spirited, a little more physical. I'll yeah. give it that. When when um, Durag and Lucy are out there high-fiving each other after oh, scoring God. a goal, this never happens. This is not something that goes on. And I'm like, what the fuck is with you guys? <laughs> 
And we, know, and we were on the parking lot when I kind of got on Lucy about it. Was yeah, it I was there. I was, was like, great. I'm like, seriously, you two idiots made seven passes in our zone. You no, know, the best part is everybody's going to be listening to this as, as, as a bike thing. And all they're going to go, what, what's the zone? What's the, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. But our, they made five passes in our zone to get to get a breakout. And you know what it ended up doing? Two point blank shots on me. And one of them went in. <laughs> no, I stopped. Both. No. Yes. Yeah, I, I stopped. Right. Two, yeah. That all was right. that was one of the few times. That a boy. Yeah. Did you notice that Allie caught on that it takes me an hour to warm up? Yeah. Well, she did mention that we were on the ice for probably 10 minutes uh, warming up. We'll use that term loosely. But uh, we were on the ice for 10 minutes before Ron got out of the locker room. I had important shit to do. I I, I used, (laughs) I don't know what made me decide to do this. I think because of my age, I've decided that I'm, I'm. I need to do. I need to learn how to play a different way. I I can't I can't get up and down as fast. Not that it was ever fast, but I mean like sure. I can't get up and down like I used to. So I, I couldn't get up and down like you do. I don't know how you play that position. It's it's hard. So I was kind of. I, I thought I'd use my kids' pad. I use Casey's pads because they were at the at the very start of butterfly style so you still did a half v or you know and and it was now you've which, really gone over the cycling world's head here yeah no shit <laughs> it was, it, 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 so let's put it this way it's easier way hockey pads are, are, are uh, a style specific pad the goalie pads legs are made to play a certain way sure and so i was trying to go back to an old school which is a little more stand up a little so fit me better i Tried to do so, so I tried to do a mixture of things. I got down, dropped down to stop fucking tried to slide across, couldn't even move. It's like those these pads are not made to do this shit, you know. Yeah. So it was it's fun. But it was uh yeah, it does take me a long time. And warm ups for warm ups in men's league hockey is stupid because you get stupid. you get two guys that stand out there and shoot pucks at you like you should, and then you get five knot heads that kind of want to come in and do five deeks and make <laughs> you look stupid. It's like, come on, idiots. You're still warming up your groin. Yeah. I'm so, glad you mentioned something about the pace uh, because it's my first time back in three and a half weeks, so or three and a half months. Sorry, so I uh, I was definitely feeling it. Um, I'd, I've been refing, so I've been my feet are there. I've been able to skate, uh, but the hands and the shooting and then the lungs were definitely not there. So I'm glad you said that it was a little little higher pace because I don't know if I could keep up with that. Well, and. Last Sunday was higher paced than it has been. It might have been a little bit more the week before, but it, that was definitely. And you know, like I said, you know, Dureg and Lucy are high fiving each other, and it's like, what does with you guys? This shit doesn't happen. And I think a bit of it was the kids. Well, and they're getting ready. The high school season is right around the corner. Sammy, so. Yeah, Sammy's getting ready to play, but it's, Sammy's actually also been playing for. Um, he's been playing with the Bears or yeah, the Grizzlies. That well, came. whatever they're calling their U sixteen and U eighteen team, Bears. Is that what it is? Pretty cool setup. Yeah, it's very cool setup. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and and so the best part was, so we, the game got a bit physical. We'll call it that. And then and then and again, I was letting everything was getting by me. Even if I touched it, it went in. But the best part was, is at the end of the game, we do a thing. We all first team to get to three scores and wins the game. So everything that happened up until that. Last 10, 15 minutes. Doesn't game. matter. Doesn't matter. To me, that's warm-ups, right? Yeah. And uh, I haven't lost a f- that first to three in a couple weeks. You said that last night. <laughs> it's kind of... Well, proud then, of you. And then the other part of it, the best part of it to me is, is if I, I w- if if we don't, if you guys don't score at all, 
then the goalies win. Or if it's a tie, like 1-1 or something, then the goalies win. Well, the goalies have won quite a bit lately, too. Well, I've only seen that once, where finally I think you just said, fuck it, and knocked the net off the pegs, and was like, we're done. That was a long night. I think I think yeah. the Leds played like an extra 20 minutes that night, and yeah. it's like, this is bullshit. I think the Zamboni driver was yeah. getting a little irritated that night as well. Well, we played for an hour 15, and they had another 20 on to that. He'd like to go home sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> so... Let's see. I don't, I'm just trying to think of how we go about telling the rest of the story because it's, it is definitely weird. It's strange. Hold on a second. Ooh, how's that? Sounds like that sounds like a terrible beer. It is, and this is by the way. This is we're not bragging about beers because this is Swilling Beer Night. I have an old style, and you have a uh, Bush Light. Bush Light. So bush latte. I'm like, I was going to buy good beer, and I thought, ah, you know what? You have to work. I don't. Because, yeah. because I am retired officially. Congratulations! Thank on you. That. And I, I don't know if I brought it up on a podcast yet, but it's. Well, you have this claim that you were the super hard worker for a really long time, but we know the true story. Oh no, I was, I was, I was, I worked the hardest. I kept the shops in line, made sure everybody was. You brought your bike in the building when nobody else could. You had uh, it kind of made there. I, I did. I, I had it made for a long time there. I mean, I, I, the best way to put it was, I. When I turned, I was in my 50s, and I don't pay attention to this shit. I wanted to know when I could retire. And I, so I called HR, and they said, well, you're 50-some years old, and you've been here. And I said, I know there was some combination of age and length, length right? of time, you know, and sure. some combination, made, you can retire. And she goes, well, you've been here 30 years, so you can leave whenever you want. That's and you, incredible. And I'm like... Don't have to give it two weeks. She goes, no, you've been here 30 years. Just go. Just turn in your shit and walk away. And I'm like, really? So I told my boss that. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I don't think I was on time. I mean, by late, I mean a couple minutes here or there. I mean, they're sticklers about punching the clock. Sure. I could give a fuck less. Yeah. So I'm like five minutes late, two minutes late, well, 15 then, minutes early. I just punched him whatever the hell I felt well, like. Well, then it. you just kind of make the rules because he wants to keep you, your boss, right? Oh, I'm not sure about that. They just didn't know how to get rid of me. Well... I would say, I, I guess I did give you probably a little more grief. Somebody that's been there that long, you're not easily replaceable. You know, you think about, you know, I, I manage a business. So I think about my, some of my veteran employees and what it means to replace them. And you don't, you don't really know what you got until it's gone. So the minute you walked out of that place, part of them was probably like, thank God. Yeah. But then the other part of it is probably like, well, shit. This guy was able to do this many things in one day, where now he's got to train somebody to do that. Uh, more so than more than anything else, I'm for probably me, giving you more credit than you deserve. Probably, there's probably a hole there that they had to fill. Well, no, they didn't. They just, I think they just dumped it on the company. I the company, so I, the, the the product I work on. So somebody out there, they going, called me. Fuck. They called. They called me. <laughs> they offered me a job right away. Really? Like no, and then they and then. I was supposed to call one of their techs like two days after I retired and I've never called him. I was like, no, I'm not going to, I don't want to work part-time. I don't want anything to do with that place or I'm retired. I, 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 I bad your product every time we <laughs> bought it. Now you want to hire me. I should have got it for, just for that reason. Maybe, oh, but I don't know. Brutal. I know it, it was just ridiculous, but I lost track of where we're going with that. This well, is talking be- about working tomorrow. Oh yeah. So you have to work tomorrow and I don't. Although I do have to finish Spinner's bike and I do have to go down to the trail meeting tomorrow. So that'll be, that'll be kind of fun. So anyway, back to, oh, back to the hockey. So we played hockey and um, I'm going to do my 
part of the story first, and then we're going to bring you in. So, wait, you're kind of in the first part of it. So, we're, I'm in the locker room, and the, the rink attendant comes down there and goes, have you seen any alarms going off or anything when you're walking through the buildings? I'm like, no, why? And he goes, well, his dad also works. He goes, dad just called and said um, he heard somebody else had called him and said on the scanner, they said they wanted all available squads to Grand Marina, the hockey rink we work at. And I'm like, I don't. I think we, we obviously the game was a little physical, but it wasn't that bad that we had to call the <laughs> cops or anything. Um, so he went one way around the buildings and I went the other. And a lot of people aren't going to understand this, but just the point of it is we walked outside and this is, you know, the situation is bad, but us being the fucking idiots we are, we've just made, we just made fools of ourselves basically. But I jumped on my bike and rode around the one rink and I go there and there's like, a dozen squad cars at least at least and there's a pickup truck and it's revving its engine and it's like what the shit so dumbass me i'm like i'm just gonna ride along you know because at first when i went outside i thought the compressors are going in the in the hockey ring yeah so we thought we thought there was a mechanical failure yes right in the rink because so, this truck was revving its engine so loudly as we find out, the guy had, had his foot on the gas pedal for a half hour and just revving it. So it, it busted down to just a few cylinders. It was making this. It sounded like a just rice a grinder. God awful noise. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, so all these cops are there and they kind of wave me on and I, I ride my bike down the one building and I get to the corner and there's two cops and they go, get over, get over here, get over here. You know, they're like, and they go, you can't go back down that way. I go, well, I was just in the rink and I had a check and they're just like going, just don't go back that way. And then the kid that was working comes out and asked them the same question they weren't really telling us anything so then i rolled around to you guys that were sitting on the other side of the building and at that time you right about then is when you text and said you guys notice there's a lot of stuff going on the other side of the building or the so they're imagining the hockey rink is like a big barn right Mm -hmm. and on the other side of the big barn is is a dozen hockey players just sitting and drinking completely oblivious lawn chairs yeah yeah beer cans out there and completely oblivious to the to the melee that's going on or the the so squad a, cars. It's a person in crisis. Is yes, the, it's a great way to put it. Yeah, and all these cop cars, and here's this bunch of fucking idiot hockey players that are <laughs> oblivious to the world. Basically, the one guy stands up and goes, "Is the taco truck open?" And that's they finally <laughs> notice that there's a cop down there, not letting anybody through the street. Right. It's just you guys are goofballs. Yeah. Well, uh, so you were probably on the other side of the building, and we just heard, you know, the sirens like crazy, and they had come down on our side of the building and then swoop back around to where you were. I was, no, I was probably still inside the building because I didn't so, hear any of that. So what had happened was it was a, they had a, it was a, a high speed chase. Right. Well, I don't know if it's high speed. That truck probably couldn't go that fast. Uh, but there was a chase and they had kind of surrounded him. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate the circumstances, but, uh, you know, he had barricaded himself in the truck and meanwhile had just like locked his foot on the gas pedal. But uh, we had saw all these cars and yeah, the number one concern was whether or not we'd be able to get to the taco truck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the, we saw the, the, you know, with the lights and sirens, but you know, we didn't think anything of it until you came around and you're like, Oh, oh then, and then guys got, you got on, uh, there's an app so you can listen to the police calls and, we, and we're listening to the scanner. And then we had a couple of firemen with us. Or, We'd kind of pieced it together. Yeah. And there's a fire truck rolls in and then the ambulance and then, and then the, the SWAT, SWAT team. team car comes in there yeah. and we're just like, going, Oh, this is getting kind of crazy. And, and I had told the cops, so I rode around the corner and go, I'll keep my guys on the other side of the building just for you guys. Well, you tried. Yeah. 
Well, except for, so this is the best part of the story. I'm not sure how this is going to go either, but so one of the guys who's sitting in a chair right across from me. Never and, heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, decided that he was going to go check it out. And you had a can of beer with you and you left us. Yep. Well, the first time I left, right. I had gone over and uh, they immediately shoo you out of there because I think there was the threat of an explosive at first. Um, but they immediately, just like they did with you, they had shooed me out of there. Sure, yeah. Get out of here. So I said, well, my beer is almost empty, so I, I better go back. <laughs> so I go back, and I'm kind of filling in. I get back, and everybody's waiting, so I'd kind of fill them in what was going on. And uh, a lot more interest from the group than I thought there would be, so I grabbed a fresh beer and figured, I'm going to go get as close as I can, see what's going on. Nosy old me. So, so I wheel over there and I find a little spot where I can sneak up between a couple buildings and I can get, uh, right up to the action, basically, you know, within 50 yards and it's between these two buildings and I'm sitting there and I got a fresh beer and I'm just kind of watching and I pull out my phone and I snap a pic to send back to the group. You know, it's like a status update. Just as I take the picture, I put my phone back in my pocket and I look up and there's a cop staring at me (laughs) and he's like what are you doing here and i got a beer in my hand i'm literally taking a drink as he like asked me (laughs) so i'm standing there i've come out of the rink i'm wearing sweatpants i'm drinking a beer it's what 10 30 yeah 10 30 quarter 11 yeah somewhere in there so he looks at me and he's like what are you doing and i was like i'm leaving And if, you, and if anybody, those people that know Brad, you can see him doing this. It just, I, we couldn't stop laughing. The whole group was like, I'm surprised the cops didn't come over to see what the ruckus was on our side because we're laughing so hard at you telling this story. <laughs> so we're kind of set the table. Uh, the, the hockey rink is at, a, at the fairgrounds. It's in the middle of town. You would have no reason to be anywhere near this facility at this time of night on foot, uh, let alone drinking a beer, which... Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. I guess I didn't think of that when it happened. But uh, he's like, what are you drinking? And I was like, Corona? And he grabs it out of my hand, and he's like, it's cold. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't fucking drink warm beer, man. <laughs> so he takes my beer, and he dumps it out. So I'm just like, I turn around and start walking away. But, yeah, he was uh, just as shocked as I was. But, yeah, he was. I think he was more miffed that I was – they're drinking a beer. <laughs> well, than and, any, <laughs> anything else. and then you come back and the best was you came back to the, to the group and you're telling the story and then you go, he just goes, I felt like it was in fucking high school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, long expense and somebody snatched a beer out of my hand and then dumped it out and then shamed me for it being cold. I was like, did you drink warm beer officer? You know, but I, every time I had gone over there, they had shooed me out of there so fast. So as soon as I made on eye contact with them, I knew I was fucked. So it was like, I'm just, I'm just happy that the, the most he did was just take my beer. And, and, but. and the hilarious part about it is, is today. So this was last night. So the today on social media, it was all over. There was a guy that actually videoed. The yeah, truck the truck there. yeah, right. Yeah. The truck running. He was over in the adjacent parking lot. Well, they were standing in the old racetrack. So, yeah. It, so yeah. Like, well, that's where yeah. those kids hang yeah. out. 
Yeah. So they're, they're, so it was like it was like they were shooing you away, but yet there's there's a crowd. There, yeah. I mean, they weren't the only ones either. Other people have snapped pictures of the whole situation. Sure. Well, and I got closer than the news guy did. He was like, "Where'd you come from?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I was in between the buildings." And he was like, "I can't even get that close." And I'm like, "Well, don't go over there with a beer because he's gonna take it." <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if the cop would have just walked away with the beer in his head and he'd be going, you going to drink that? Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, I'll, I'm leaving. Just let me have my beer. I can't. I just can't believe he took it away from you. That just cracks me that, up. Well, I think it was just like both of us were kind of caught in that moment where like, you know, like I said, I felt like I was 16, you know, and you got caught and you knew you were caught and I had nothing to say. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, uh leaving <laughs> yeah i had i had nothing i i was in between those two buildings so i couldn't hide and it was just a strange circumstance like he could he must have just like felt my presence because i don't know why he even looked there because i was pretty well hidden well yeah but well and, and you know and you think about me riding through there they're probably going who is this old fool because i i have right I've got you know a pretty big gray mustache going on. Big old right. elephant tamer going. Yeah, on. and 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 uh, and I'm on my and I'm on my big fat dummy. Yeah. So at first they're probably going, "Why is that guy on that thing? And what the hell is he doing? Who is this guy?" Yeah, and because I, I came around from the building, I came right out of the Zamboni room and just want to ride around like I was sure. checking shit out, right? And there, and and honest to God, every cop I ran into is was probably seventeen. Yeah. They're all young. They're so young. This kid was definitely younger than me. I mean, he couldn't have been older than twenty five. Yeah, and they're and that, well, that makes sense. I think we're kind of going through that here, but but it was just it was hilarious because they're just like all these guys. They had to just they had to. I would like to have been a, a mouse in the corner while they were standing there talking, just listening to those guys going. And did you see that one guy? Did yeah. you see that kind of shit? I was just thinking about that. Like he probably was like some fucking dudes over here. Between the buildings, wearing sweatpants, drinking a fucking Corona. Like, it's got to be the most awkward. It's like, obviously, for me, for us, it's like we drink in the parking lot. So that's what we do. But, like, for them, they're probably like, where did you come from? Well, and you then, know, it's not like there's any bars nearby that I could stroll from. When you were you know? walking back, beerless, by the way. Yeah. When you were walking back. Like that, tail between my that, legs. That, walk of shame. That, that one cop just come blowing through the parking oh, lot. Oh, I thought like, I was in trouble. For obviously, sure. he wanted nothing to do with us because he didn't yeah. look. He just he just blew through the parking lot and was out of there. I thought for sure I was in trouble when I, when I, because I, after he took my beer, I was like, I'm just going to do the old, uh, like, I didn't do anything, walk away kind of deal. Well, I kind of walked back in the shadows in case they were looking for me. <laughs> so when I came around the building and I saw that other cop coming, I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> maybe I did. Maybe I did just get in trouble. <laughs> it's well, once again, the hockey players still there. And that's, and that's why so many going back to, that's why so many hockey players ride bicycles. Sure. Cause it's the same bunch of knotheads when it gets yeah. right down to it. Oh, for sure. The difference is, well, the stories about the, Tuesday night rides and all the crashing going on. That oh was, yeah, that was entertaining. As where well. where where we've got we've got guys that aren't their wives don't allow them to go with anymore, right? Because because that one guy, I don't think I remember what his name was. I don't think he survived without getting hurt, at least bloodied. Oh geez, in like a month worth of riding. The last one was a crash was bad enough that he. I can't remember what the hell he did. 
but he actually wound up like she said you are never going with those guys again ever yeah that's, and I, i've not seen him since then like i like he's been i don't know he probably took his bike away from as far sure. as i know well tad ended up in the street laying on 16th street or whatever and that guy thought he hit him <laughs> <laughs> and he's on an e-bike so he should have hit him he probably deserved it yeah yeah and he's out, he's got a camper now, and he's riding the bike trails. Is he still with that girl? Yeah, All right, yep. good for him. Yeah, they bought. Well, he bought a camper. I can't say she. So he's e biking on the trails now. Yeah, he was down in uh, he was down on the river trail this oh, weekend. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, well, that's good riding down there if you like the pavement riding. Oh, it is. That's fun, and uh, <clears throat> it would it would kind of suck on the clunkers because yeah, a lot of, I, actually, a lot of, there's a lot. Of, well, there's no, good elevation in some of those. No, areas. actually, it would be kind of fun to do because you could go from. Fountain to Old Barn to Lanesboro. You could bar hop on that, and then there's no bars in Wayland, though. No. But, I mean, you could do. Some of those stretches are good, because what was he it's saying? Five miles, to it's, go, f- it's five miles from Old Barn to. Um, but if you go from Lanes, Lanesboro to Peterson, the 14 miles. Yeah. And there's not much in there, between. There's nothing in between there. Yeah. So you, it, but, but if you but do it's the other, flat, it's pretty pretty flat the thing it? about it, if you started in fountain well because they got some breweries and stuff down there well, right, don't fountain they? has a bar and a brewery yeah and then you'd stop at old barn the campgrounds because yep. that's got they a got good a bar. bar there and then you go to lanesboro which has a bar and a brewery right or they not I, have the brewery i don't, I don't know if they have a brewery but they've got no they got the they got a like a vineyard down there don't they i thought there was one of those smaller could be, ones or a distillery uh, or something i know there's something. a bar there's there's a couple bars okay so there's a couple good bars there to go to too. So I mean, and then and that's and that's a paved trail, and it's and it's the yeah. only thing is is when you're going back at the at the turn off to go to Preston. So let's say the last, I think it's the last seven miles to go up to Fallen is all uphill. Yeah. So on a clunker, it would be kind of suck. But I mean, you could, it's not. It's, it's not, not a huge climb. No, it's not a horrible incline. Yeah. So you could do it. So you could. I don't. Know, maybe the better way to do it would be to start in Lanesville right up and then come back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less incline for. Shorter well, cool. Time. The cool thing about it is, I and I know the kids have done it. You could damn near coast all the way to the old barn for, once you get, yeah. Once you get out of Fountain and start going down, mm-hmm. it just it's just you know it's a it's a railroad bed, so it's a fairly gradual. What is it? Seven percent is the biggest grade it can be. Yeah, or it's something probably like less that. than five percent, something like that. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's, those are numbers that it's not bad. You can pedal it. Kids yeah. don't like it necessarily, but it's it's not decor. It's not it's not that kind of stuff that we have sure. to ride down there. On the paved trails. Yep. Yeah, I guess if you're, uh, you know, a, a single speed kind of guy, you'd probably be fine because you're probably used to it. But yeah, well, I've rode, I've rode, I've rode a lot. I mean, we used to when we were still the kids were younger and we used to camp. We'd camp at the old barn and we'd ride. You know, yep. it's fun. It was, you take the family right into into Lanesboro and yeah, and get something to eat. And there's definitely good trails down there. There and is good scenery. Yeah, and oddly enough. And we we tried to get something going down there out of the Lanesville, especially for mountain biking. There's I don't know if there's not enough state land and and, and land that we can build. Just gonna there's ask, no there, mountain biking. Down there's there. no off road down there. Not really. No. I mean, there's well, seems like there'd be great area, but I, I think you're right. A lot of that is a lot of farmland. Yep. And you know, Jesse and I were talking about it the last podcast. You know, um, there's a there's a gravel road race out of there. Uh, oh sure, plenty of it gravel. Was week, it was last weekend. It was, it was this coming weekend? Plenty of gravel down there. Oh, and it's and it's kick ass gravel. Good gravel. Yeah, it's yeah. there's some there's some hellacious climbs in that area. Yeah, the, some of those gravel roads are gnarly. Yep, yep. Like it's kind of wicked driving on them. It'd be fun to ride. 
No, it's it's yeah. We have to go down there. Uh, I would probably get lost. I think. Well, you know what? I think I still have the uh, cell reception gotten better in those areas, or not really. Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Because you'd almost. Need I don't know. It. I have you'd T- almost need it on some of those gravel. I have roads. T-Mobile now. I have the worst fucking reception oh, ever. That company. Is that oh, like one G, two G? I don't know what it is, but they're fucking horrible. <laughs> I I seriously, I have to use Wi-Fi connection inside my house. Oh boy, it's wonderful. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Reminds me of the old clamshell phone days. Pretty goddamn close. Phones. Yeah. I'm like, how did you buy out Sprint and stick me with this bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. It's been a while since I've been down there, but that'd be fun to go ride some gravel. Get. The- we used to do, um, so, some of the Tuesday night guys used to ride from here, set at my house, and we would ride down and do all gravel all the way down to Lanesboro and back, and it was a 75-ish mile ride day. No shit. Yeah, it's fun. It was a good ride. Right down it's a hell of a ride. Oh, bulls guys are on gear. Well, no, there was three of us on single speeds, so it's totally doable on a single speed. Some of the climbs. I suppose, yeah. You hit some of these roads out south of here are fun to ride, too. Some oh, of yeah. gravel out there. Um, There's actually a lot of really good gravel. I don't know about the north side of Rochester much. Oh, there's got to be some, but I don't really ride it much. But the south side of Rochester, there's a shitload. A lot south, of gravel. Southeast Minnesota, wait, southeast Minnesota has a lot of really good gravel riding. Yeah, which is... You know, a couple times that I've ridden gravel, you know, because it's like, you know, riding some of the, the county roads and stuff is gnarly because the shoulders are so narrow. Right. So it's like you're just asking to get clipped. But, you know, the gravel is almost like being out on a, you know, a trail. You know, they're very, you know, there's not a lot of traffic on them. So it's like you can hog the whole road if you need to. Well, and that's the whole idea behind gravel road racing. I sure. mean, that's why they that's why they did it, because it was. I don't um, have to block off traffic. Yeah, I don't remember. Was I reading? An, oh, I was reading an article about um, UCI taking over, and now UCI has got a uh, a gravel national championship. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm just like, good. Here they go again, just like they did with fat biking. They just it gets invented, it gets worked out, and they just jump in, and we're running the national championship. And I'm like, fuck you guys. And I think. <laughs> You know, and the idea behind gravel road racing was basically, <laughs> okay, there's two ideas behind gravel road racing as far as I'm concerned. There's the guys that wanted to do it that, like, I don't know if they didn't want to do cyclocross or if they just wanted to do something on a road bike that wasn't, they don't, I thought, I always felt that, I always felt like they didn't like mountain biking. And to me, that was okay because it got road riders off the mountain bike trails because they suck and they're in the way. <laughs> and they don't, they, they, they bitch about a rock being on the trail. So I was glad to see, it's like, good. Go gravel road ride and stay off my fucking trails. I'm a happier guy with that. So, but that's 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 taking two extremes, of course. But but at the same time, I'm that's my thoughts. Um, <laughs> um, so now UCI is running a championship, but I don't. I don't. It sounds to me like, of course, and of course, Dirty Kansas, uh, Almanzo, all the ones in in the Midwest that I know about. You know, hell, of the, heck of the North. All these really big gravel road races that are really cool. Are they going to use one of those? To me, and I'm sure there's other ones, other places that are just as... You use them as a qualifier? Yeah, well, no, just or, or as a part of the series and or as one of the championship races. Sure. And they just going to misuse it. No, no, no. They're going to have their own someplace else. You know, way to go, UCI. Oh, sure. You can't take a good thing and make it... Yeah, yeah. Just we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take it. You know, like, it's like... Uh, and I don't think it's a bad place to ride, but um, Fat Bike World Championship or U.S. Championship is in Crested Butte. Sure. None of us have ever rode out there. And you look at it, it's a, it's a fucking cross-country ski trail groomed, from what I could tell. Maybe that's just where the pictures were of it. And, and, and you know, and it's, there's fast guys that went, but it's not, it's, it's 
I don't know how to put it. It's not our group. Sure. You know, it's not it's not the people we like to ride with. Well, I shouldn't say that. I do like riding with them, but it's not a race that I'm going to attend. Gotcha. It's um I don't know. I think it's one of our friends' kids probably had the the correct way of putting it. They they uh um there was a group of roadies coming into town and uh one of the kids goes, Is that Moffat? And they go and or Chewy, whichever go. Yeah, they go, they go, they go, no, he doesn't ride a bike like that. <laughs> <laughs> so now now they're categorized. There's those guys. Yeah. And then there's and then there's guys like Chewy that ride. Uh, so there's, there's We gotta learn Chewy's riding. Cause it's like there's Chewy's riding and then there's fuck everything else. Well, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. There's there's a bit of that. I can I can abide by a few rules. Yeah, that's but if it takes true. if it goes to a second page, I'm in trouble. Yeah, because like, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't read a second page. I well, I think the caveat to that would be: Are you allowed to drink while you're doing it? And then a lot of the rules can be forgiven as long as there's beer. To <laughs> <laughs> so we did Ragbri for years, right? And Ragbri is just a big drunk. So we sure. joined we joined in on the on the Minnesota uh, MS right across state across Minnesota. They they wrote you around towns. So the guy I was riding with going, well, this is bullshit. So we just started going in and hitting the bars. And pretty quick, we have our chaperone dragging us out of bars. Like, you guys need to get out and ride bikes. Get out of here. I don't Why want would sh- they go around towns? Because they want you to. They want, they, it's, it's, it's just it, more about the ride. It is. And it, it's, because it's very well organized. And sure. it's, and you know, they've got stops and they've got food for you. And it's, it's, it's not even a long ride. I mean, you go do rag, Brian, it's 70 miles a day. And you go do yeah. this. And it was like 40. Well, I talked to a guy who owned a bar, I forget, in like bumfuck Western Iowa, small town, and he was like, Ragbri makes my whole year. Oh, yeah. Because after, like, through COVID, he, he shut his bar down. I I had a... Uh, because Ragbri makes his year. He's like, I make it a thing. But the... You know, he's like, I can charge more for beer. I rent out uh, my dining hall for people to sleep in. So it makes oh, his, it makes his whole year. I I know uh, a guy work used to work with his uh, his uncle owned a bar that was on the route and had I, don't, I think he only owned the bar for five years so he'd probably never had anything to do with Ragbri before sure. that and and after the Ragbri left he took his first vacation ever he shut the sure. bar down for two weeks and went yeah. on a vacation because he'd worked every day yep. that it was open and now he could actually go on vacation because how much money he made off of it. Well, and I asked him, I said. You know, Ragbri's what like a, is that? A, it's like a week long. Yeah, right. So you know, technically, they're only in your town for what twelve hours. Well, if you, unless no, you're not, check, te- technically unless not you're, even that long. Unless, yeah, unless you're a checkpoint town, right? Because sometimes people are just coming in, no. and I don't think this was like an overnight stay. But he was like, so you get the the group comes through. You know, and then you got the the faster group that hit you first, and then you got the people that are there to ride, and you can tell they're the experienced riders. And then he's like, they come in waves, and then you get the party group that shows up later in the day. So, you know, he was, you know, kind of making that point that he was like, I thought, you know, when I first started doing this, that this was going to be a uh, kind of like a one, one, you know, like a like a lunchtime kind of deal. Sure, and he was like. The day before, we're slammed because people know the riders are coming through. So they're come like the people that don't ride, you know. And then the riders come through. Some of them stop. Some of them don't. You know, the hardcore guys keep going because they're just going to the next checkpoint. 
I've never done it. I don't know how it works, but he was explaining to me that it was like a, it was like a, almost like a week long party that he would. Oh, that's all throw. it is without a doubt. I mean, I mean, it's, even though the riders come and go, but he's like the support teams would come after the fact and they'd stop because think, they can get to the next stop before the bikers can. And I know there were some guys that used to write it when they got done, they would turn around and write it backwards because they got nothing <laughs> sure. else to do for a life, yeah. which would be cool. But yeah, he he would uh, he had a he 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 built a pool at his house <laughs> just for ragbri. So yeah, it was just a you know he would open his bar and he had this little wedding reception hall and he would section it off so people could sleep. I should find his information, but he retired and uh, he was like, now my life's boring. He's like, our whole year was geared up around one event. Rag is that is that something? Yeah, I mean, and he was like, the cycling crowd was fantastic. And he's like, all they wanted to do was lay down somewhere and or drink and then lay down somewhere. That's all they wanted. Our we did uh, maybe get something to eat. We did one day and we we stopped at a friend's. I'm trying to think. It it, it was it was the the ride was 72 miles that day. I'm just trying to remember the math behind this because I used to tell the story all the time. Um, The math was it was like 72 miles in a day, and we were averaging because we were on. I think we must have been all on road bikes at that time. And we were averaging like 19 miles an hour. Might have been 20. We're, we're, we're kicking it pretty good. Give me like the world's smallest fucking koozie. Why doesn't get used anymore? You see that. And then, uh, and so, so at 19 miles an hour averaging, 72, 72 miles, how long do you think it took us? Well, 16 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we, are we, we talking bar stop we, pace? Or? We literally got drunk three times on that ride. Oh, I mean, it was course. like, got drunk, go sleep in a field someplace and get up and go do it all <laughs> over again. It was, that was hilarious. Nobody believed us. Like, we left early in the morning and still were out there way after dark. Like, and it, back then, the last town, so the last town before you get to the town that you end in, yep. Would, and I don't think they even allow them to do it anymore, but you used to try to, they used to try to get you to stay all night. Sure. So, so that was a just a giant party. And then you would just have this five, 10 mile, incredibly drunken ride. Well, I can see why they push you out of there. Cause you don't need, I mean, there was hundreds of people in that last town, thousands oh, yeah. of people in that last town. Oh, and, and, and you got, and you've got a road full of drunks, bicycles at midnight, one o'clock oh, yeah. in the morning. It was ridiculous. Yep. It, it was really not, but it was still, it was still, it's like, God, I can't believe it took us that long to ride that day. We were like, we were out there for all fucking day and all night. It oh was, yeah. And believe me, we had a good time. Yeah, it does sound like a good time. Yeah, oh, we got to we went to a buddy's farm, and it was, well, this is all, this is where the the worst part came because we had to take a long nap because we went to a farm and they'd all just got done work in the field. So literally, we had t bone steak and sweet corn and stuff for lunch, and everybody needed a nap after that mess. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's always definitely sound like fun. I've always wanted to, uh, you know, I don't I don't ride that much and you know long distance rides are not my thing i'm more of the the pub crawl kind of guy or you know find a dirty trail somewhere but uh you know i've always wanted to you know maybe hit a couple legs and then just run like support staff just because like the party you know the vibe the environment like i've yeah i hear so many fun stories about like the hosts i don't want to slam it because because i mean we we did it for oh god I, i did it for how many years i mean i did it i did it single speed i did it with a geared bike i did it fixed geared for four years wow but is this an event that you now hate am um, i not allowed to like no no no, say that i want to do it no i think people should do it yes i do hate it 
because it's gotten so corporate and then, oh, then sure. of course, you know it's me so i, I was just gonna say there's a lot I, of money to be made in that there is too, and so. people used to always make a lot of money at it but uh, i don't like it when it gets corporate i don't like it when they come in and say you're going to be closed and you're going to be selling my beer and all that sure. kind of stuff you know yeah. and and then i think because then i feel like the small people are getting hurt like getting you know, squeezed out yeah sure. you know like the churches yep. churches sell pie and lunch and they mm-hmm. you know they make a shitload of money well, and i think all, that was kind of the coolest part about it was it it can be really like some of those small towns are really grassroots, you know, and they're like, I, I heard, I read articles of, you know, people that were, they would spend a month you know, baking cookies and yeah, shit to right. sell. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that still goes on. I, yeah. I'm not positive. I think these cheap beers actually snap better than good beers. It's probably cause they're just loaded full of carbonation. That could be it. Yeah. Yeah. That could be it. But yeah, it's, it's, um, I, and again, that's it's basically me being. Uh, am I considered a bike snob if I don't like? Well, I think you you won't identify as a bike snob, but I think, uh, yeah, I would say you're a, you're a snob, <laughs> but, but a different kind of snob. Yeah, you're kind of like the <laughs> a lowbrow snob. You know, you were like the the kid in high school that uh, you know didn't wear all the fancy clothes, but like said fuck all the people that wear the fancy clothes. So you were like the the anti-snob snob does that make sense kind of except for i was not that guy i was the guy that could go hang out at a doctor's kid's house for one day and then go hang out and you're still yeah i can do that yeah you can talk to anybody yeah and then turn around and be like that's why i think i'm gonna bartend that's gonna be that guy's a cocksucker but that guy (laughs) loves you just because you just talk to him i that i still think that's why i'm gonna bartend i still don't know if i'm like actually your friend or if you just act oh no 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 you have a decent voice so I put you That's on fire. Otherwise, I can give a fuck less. You coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing I, I do like it better when you're on, not on my team because you yeah, never you hit the net. You, you didn't say anything to me last night. It was well, weird. You were on my team. Were you well, on the other team? No, you were on the I, other team. I was team. on your team. Not last night. You were on the other team. No, I was on your team. I wore white last oh, night. Oh, you did? Yeah. So Which see, I never do. See, and so so when you're what how am I going to pick on you? That's true. I mean, I didn't play defense for that reason because I knew you'd cocksucker me all night. <laughs> No, no, the defense was bad enough as it yeah, was. Right. You don't need me back there. <laughs> Did you see were you out there when when Tad goes I am boring again with hockey, but Tad goes, Wow, you looked really good there. So my defenseman is standing fifteen feet <laughs> off to the left of me watching watching me getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> God, funny. Yep. All right. We've been on this long enough. So this again, uh next Blunkers time we get, next time. Next time we get together should be actually really interesting. Yeah, not I mean, boring. No, it'll be it'll be a clunker fest, hopefully. And uh, so this one is just to tease you, warm you up. Yeah, and next time. Yeah, I mean, we're this getting I, into these clunkers. We're sitting in the shop. We the podcasting stuff is here, and there's a clunker in the stand, and we thought we might as well make a quick this, podcast. So this uh, National Parks clunker is fucking cool. It is. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, beautiful bike. All right, let's get out of here. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for coming over, man. Later. See ya. <laughs>